Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Hey, I'm Stevie, and in the last few years, I have built a wildly successful seven-figure business selling courses and digital products. If you're looking to create, launch, and scale a flagship digital course, or maybe you already have an online course and you want me to spill my secrets, this is the podcast for you. I believe with Wi-Fi, a little strategy, and someone to show you the way, anything is possible. Let's do this. Want to know more about Launchpad, which is my 12-month high-touch group coaching program where I teach you how to create, launch, and scale your flagship online course? Head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad now, and I'll give you access to a free training where I break down the entire strategy for a profitable, sustainable online course business, and you'll learn all about the program as well. That's steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad. Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode of the podcast. Today, I am bringing you the lovely Lexi. Now, normally I do a big intro. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't, but I'm just feeling throwing it straight over to Lexi today to introduce herself. What I will say is that she's a lovely client inside of our Launchpad program, and she has very kindly agreed to come onto the podcast and share her experience as a course creator over the last... How long is it, Lexi? Six, seven months already. Six or seven months. Wild. Yes, <laughs> extremely. It's going very quickly. So tell us about who you are, your business, and then, of course, your course. Yeah, sure. So uh, my name's Lexi, as I've been introduced, and I'm a naturopath, and I have a special interest in treating all sorts of skin conditions, but the main condition I see is acne. So I run an online digital clinic and I'm sure we're going to pop in the podcast notes later, but um, I'm quite active up over on Instagram, which is where I discovered Stevie. And I've been running my online business for coming up 
this is my fourth year, which is also a little bit crazy. And even though I've been in the course production mode for seven or eight months, it's actually been stringing away in the back of my brain for at least two years. <laughs> so maybe in some in some space I've been a developer for much longer, but it's taken a little while to come to fruition. But yeah, now it's now it's here. And I guess I am a course creator. You are. Yeah. I official. that's really interesting <laughs> because I think when you said so at the point when you joined Launchpad, I think you saw a story on another client's Instagram. Mm. And then you were like from I've never heard of you before to I'm in in, in about a week. <laughs> a week. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Cold to soul. I was like, damn, she's good. All right. I've, I've got to work with her. <laughs> so it was it was Elise actually. Yeah. From I think. Yeah. 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 So so thanks, Elise. But tell me about so because if you had it on your radar for quite a while, <laughs> what was it that was mm. stopping you? Like why did you not just go, okay, cool, I want to dive in and get this thing done? Because yeah. Yeah, it's different for everyone, but mm. I'd be curious to hear what it was for you. Well, it seemed like Mount Everest because I'd done a few smaller passive income projects, like I created an ebook and I'd done a few digital things. And even those kind of smaller products were so much more work than I ever imagined. And they performed so much worse <laughs> than I ever imagined in terms of sales. So I think it was knowing that it was going to be this, well, feeling like it was going to be this really big mammoth task. And that I didn't really know where to start and that I didn't have the steps planned out and then kind of feeling like I might bust my gut over it and then it not even sell, you know, which is the, kind of the whole point of creating courses, like you do want it to sell. So, so yeah, the, I guess the main thing putting me off was just, I'm, I'm a naturopath. Like we get yeah. one business subject, you know, we didn't get any, like any education on how to market or create an online product or do market research or anything like that. So it was kind of like, I know I want to do it, but how? Why did you decide to create an ebook or like a low-cost digital product first? Because I, I get caught up in stints of inspiration and I was like, oh, that seems like a good idea and I can smash that out in, you know, Usually it starts with an afternoon and then suddenly three months later, I'm still working on it. Um, there is a perception yeah. that it's easier, hey? Yeah. Like, and then, I've caught, yeah, perception that it's easier. And I think also a really common perception is that, oh, well, I'll just put it out there for like $20. And then because it's $20, everyone will buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Which it's interesting know. though. <laughs> like I did the same thing. Yeah. Like I had this crazy idea and I was like, I'm going to create this social shop and create like all these social media templates and it's actually really interesting. Anyone that's like an e-commerce store owner would know this. Like you need to drive huge volumes of traffic for yep. like a low cost offer, very yep. similar to what you have to do with a course. But the difference is e-commerce businesses and things, if they've got like a $20 offer, they're making their money on like average order value and banking on people buying five things and mm. coming back like five or six times, mm. right? So. It's actually really interesting because you are not the first person to do this. I did this. Mm -hmm. And a yeah. lot of people that come into Launchpad think, okay, I'll try this first. And I'm not saying like those offers don't have their place. Mm -hmm. I think they can be great as like a ascension into a higher cost offer. And we've got something special coming out in relation to that soon as well. But it's not, it's definitely not 
the easier path. <laughs> Cost or time effective at all. Yeah. It yeah. feels like a little nice added bonus. You know, I open my email. I'm like, oh, someone bought my ebook. Like, great. Yeah. Like, you, you know. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. But, and again, it's all well and good to put your expertise into a product and make it look pretty. And then, like you said, it's just, and this is probably the thing that with me the most, even when I was in the process of joining Launchpad, it was just like the launching to crickets and just being like, okay, now what? Like, it's there. Why isn't anyone buying it? Come, yep. This is awesome. Come on, hello. <laughs> so well, walk me through the process of <laughs> deciding to join Launchpad, but then more specifically kicking off the course creation journey because you did it, which is amazing. I think like <laughs> starting is one of the hardest parts. And yeah. I, I see like, even when I'm talking to people that are thinking about joining the program or like even a step behind that, like thinking about creating a course, like I can see the fear and like I do think with digital courses your personal brand is so intimately tied up in what it is that you do and so there Mm. is that like fear of putting it out there fear of launching to crickets but Mm. then the fear of like what does that mean for who I am in my own oh yeah (laughs) oh yeah you're talking to the queen about here yeah yeah Yeah. but anyway tell me tell me about the course creation journey Okay, so what was the first part of your question? The deciding to do it, I yep. think. Yeah, so I decided already that I wanted to work with somebody. So I was kind of had my feelers out there for some sort of program to help guide me through it. And I think you were right place, right time, right message, and just the amount of detail. I could see what I was getting and I was like, that's, that's just exactly what I need. And I was ready to pull the trigger because I'm sure like yourself, or when I'm when I'm treating people in clinic, you know, you can tell if someone's ready or not, and you can tell what stage well, they're in. And, yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. In the customer journey, it's like they're the smallest group of people, but they're the people that are like the easiest and the most ready to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. ready. To, I was ready to jump in and get started. So it was kind of like, all right, well, why not? And you know, I did totally bulk when I saw the price of Launchpad. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah, totally normal. I think I slammed my laptop lid shut and was like yeah right and then the rest of the day I was like oh kind of really want to join though so and so over the next few days you know just keeping on things and I think I ended up signing up on the last day of the the sale period which was also completely normal normal. (laughs) I wish I had remembered that when I was doing my foundation round and you know light little tramp no I think like that price thing like even when you become a course creator like one of the first questions a lot of people ask inside of Launchpad is like what do I charge Mm, like what is my course and it's like I don't know. I'd be, I'd actually be curious to know your decision-making process through it because the way that I kind of think about it and the way that I teach pricing to my clients mm. is like ROI. So mm, like yeah, if you're totally. looking at the price of something, then you look at, okay, so what is the value and the potential upside? And then is that an investment for me or is mm. that an expense for me? You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Totally. And same thing. I think your first immediate thought is always like, ah, <laughs> that's a big investment yeah. or that's a big cost or however you however you choose to think about it. But immediately, I could say, chewing through the same bone of, okay, well, if I do, you know, I don't make big investments into my business very often. So is this something that is going to pay off for years to come? Yes. Is this something that I can, will probably pay itself off in the first six months to a year? Probably, like if I do it right. And it didn't, in the end, it didn't seem like that bigger investment for what I knew I was going to get out of it the mental gymnastics though that you go through I've been on your side of the fence as well and like I actually remember 
this is not a podcast about me, so I'll get back to you in a second. (laughs) (laughs) I remember like signing up for a group coaching program and I was so nervous. Like I literally like said, yep, okay, I'm in. And I'm type pretending to type on my phone for the guys listening on the podcast. And then I was so nervous that I like pegged my phone across the lounge room (laughs) and put it under a under like a cushion, which I used to do when like I was texting boys and I was like nervous to like see what they would say back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, yeah, it's nerve sighting because like you're kind of backing yourself, right? Yeah, yeah. But then you're definitely backing yourself. But I always maintain and just maintain the mindset that Every single time I put money into myself, whether it's like even just a self-care thing, like a massage or putting money into the business or buying something that my business needs, every single time I do that, it comes back like a, a thousandfold. You know, it's never, it's never served me wrong <laughs> to put money into my business. So it's kind of just letting go of that. It is a bit of a scarcity mentality. And yes, I, I mean, I did have the money sitting there in savings. So I was kind of like, if, what's it doing? Like, what's the point of this if I'm not going to use it to grow? Yeah. So let's talk about your offer. Did you mm. know when you came into Launchpad exactly what you were going to create your course about? Pretty much because I've been stewing over the idea ever since I niched in treating acne like holistically. So I knew that I wanted to create a bit more of a self-paced DIY, like pretty much give people all the resources that they needed to manage their own acne because I'm really into education and empowerment for my clients. But then yeah, there's another little voice that really wanted to create a course that would teach other practitioners or other naturopaths the little gold nuggets and things that I picked up along the way treating acne in clinics. I remember that. You were kind of like mentally tussling between the two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and both really appealed to me. And it was interesting, like, you know, when you really face why you make a certain decision, I was like, if I picked, and maybe I will create a course for practitioners one day, but I knew that there was a bigger pain point out there for people struggling with acne than the people treating them because mm. naturopaths hopefully aren't going to bed at night, you know, like <laughs> agonizing over their their clients. But the other the other reason was I was like, if I chose to do the practitioner course, I'd be doing it out of fear because underneath was this little fear that I actually wouldn't be able to help my acne clients in a course setting. Oh my gosh, so, that is very interesting. Yeah. So I was like, oh no, we can't have that. <laughs> You're gonna have to <laughs> With that's that. actually really normal so anyone mm-hmm. that comes into launch padding like the i think like the health or like that sort of niche there is a real like fear of can i separate the transformation from my own personal one-on-one time yeah yes yeah. yes so yes. let's talk through the process because you did decide to go down that track <laughs> and i think like your unique framework and way of teaching what you teach is actually I really resonated with it when I saw it because I was like, gosh, it really integrates a lot of different elements. And maybe you can talk to that first and then we'll talk through kind of some of the hesitations and fears you had around actually translating that into results. So the... Your framework. My framework? Yeah, sure. So because my course aims to help women who are suffering with acne to go, you know, makeup free and to feel confident about it, my framework is four parts. And this is the framework that I use in clinic every day with my one-to-one clients that's separated into kind of like bite-sized digestible pieces that people can go away and do on their own. And so there's four parts. The first part, and this is essential to any holistic medicinal practice, is finding the cause. So 
finding out, okay, well, what was going on when you first developed and what are the, what's, why isn't your body resolving this? Like, why is this a continuous pattern? Why has this been going on since you were like 12 or 13 or 14 or however long and now you're 30 and it's still happening? Mm-hmm. So, so focusing on getting to that underlying root cause, because if you can't identify and treat that, you're just not going to get long lasting change. Everything's going to be a bandaid, whether it's a supplement, like a natural supplement or vitamin or whatever, or some of the heavier stuff like the pill or Rakutane, it's all going to be a bandaid. So the first part is, yeah, really getting to that, that cause. Second part of the framework, and I kind of, yeah, I was, like, I was really trying to figure out where to put this part because it's so important. I was like, don't do it first, second, like, where do I put this? And that's mindset because yeah. having, if you've ever had a skin condition like acne or eczema or anything on your face, basically, you know that there's a whole lot of like shame and embarrassment and frustration wrapped up in it. For the majority of people, it's really, it really affects your quality of life and how you see yourself and how you behave. And the longer it goes on, the more it kind of digs away at that. And the more, more frustrated you get, the more desperate you get, panicky, anxious, stressed. And of course, that feeds into the actual physical condition. Yeah. So it becomes this vicious cycle. So I really wanted to dedicate a whole, uh, you know, step in my framework to that because I think it's something that is missed by the like a majority of people treating acne. Like it's not really talked about because no one likes talking about shame and mm-hmm. pain and embarrassment and how much it's actually bothering the person. We kind of want to go, we're fine. You know, I know I'm beautiful, all that kind of thing. But if you don't really feel and believe that, it can be really rough. Yep. Can I just say, like, yes. that's the part that I specifically love in terms of your framework because I do think, like, you want that methodology to, like, set you apart and even just the way that you talk about it, Lexi, like, I can tell how passionate you are about that and I think, like, having that as, like, a unique point of difference for you, like, whereas other people are teaching it in a very, for example, these are the steps and, like, these are the physical symptoms, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like, your real point of difference is that. And I think, like, mm. your passion when you talk about it is so clear. And, yeah, I think it sets you apart. Yeah, and I think also I part, part of coming up with that, the importance of that mindset and that emotional element is my major driver and the reason that I guess I am in this sphere at all, let alone creating course, is because, I want people to have that confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. And um, I had, a, I had, I was worried that I was like, well, can I even deliver that for people? Like I can't guarantee that someone's going to feel confident and that's an inside job. So I was like, okay, well, what do I need to give them? How do I need to structure this course? Like what are the essential things that I need to teach from my own experience and that of my clients that will give them the best chance of that and at least help them see that, oh, actually – don't have to wait till my skin is perfectly flawless because it will never be mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to feel confident. And and there are tools and practices and things that you can do to um, regain that confidence, and which is going to just make it the whole thing a whole lot easier <laughs> while you're actually going through the physical steps. And do you think mm. like that is like, do you think, I don't want to put words in your mouth. How do I position this so that I'm not putting words in your mouth? <laughs> <laughs> like was, so the fact that, Actually having that in your framework, right, mm. did that have an impact on how confident you felt in, yes. <laughs> yeah, know where I'm going with, with this, right? Like In, in marketing in the course. In terms of like and... marketing the course but also feeling like you can provide a really valuable transformation to your people that didn't require your face-to-face one-on-one mm. time that yeah. you would otherwise give them in your, you know, capacity as a naturopath. Absolutely, because – circling back I hate saying that <laughs> to <laughs> when at the, I know, at the start when we we're talking about tying up your own self-worth in people's results yep this is something that's been 
a constant work in progress for me as a practitioner, how to separate my own worth and ability and skill and, you know, value as a practitioner away from an individual's results that I actually have very little control over in the end. Like I can give people the tools and the information, the resources, the recommendations, all of that. In the end, it's up to them. So I think having that part of the course really helped me to put responsibility back onto the client as well rather than absorbing a lot of that pressure and, oh, well, can I deliver this kind of transformation? And just going, well, hang on, like I'm doing my job. (laughs) How can I empower and encourage and give people back their own autonomy and like responsibility over their health? Because we're very used to in a society having a bit more of a passive approach to health and just being like, well, I go to the doctor, you know, five, 10 minutes maybe make eye contact, <laughs> maybe be, you know, maybe be prescribed something, maybe not. And so there's kind of a, all right, well, I'll go and someone else will fix it. Yep. So yeah. by kind of having that confidence mindset, like this is in your control, this is something that you have power over, this is something that you can improve, like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it, it, I think it helps to just to put that and keep it a little bit more of an even distribution of responsibility if that makes sense. But I also so like but the other thing I would say as well is like I think it's a massive mindset shift for people to even get to the realization that oh my gosh yes even though these physical things might be going on and like to be honest like my only real experience with acne and I say this I'm 31 weeks pregnant at the moment so I think it's probably coming in the next week or two. I got like really bad pregnancy acne Mm. in my first pregnancy and people were like, oh, you're supposed to be glowing. You're supposed to be feeling amazing. And I was like, well, number one, I feel the opposite of amazing, but I feel very grateful. Yeah. And also I've got this crazy acne. Mm. And so like even like your framework and how that would serve me is like a real mindset shift around, okay, yeah, there's, there's, dealing with the physical symptoms and the physical like manifestations of it or whatever, but also a real mindset shift around the transformation doesn't always, even though like, well, the transformation whilst you're waiting for the ultimate transformation Mm, can be a real shift around the way that you think about it. Yes. yes. And I know that I experienced that. I got to my own way of doing that. It was Mm. only a 10 week period of time, but I can Mm. only imagine, you know, people that obviously have it in, in, in a larger capacity but I think that is really yeah. yeah yeah that was a big light bulb mind-blowing moment for me because it also kind of removed that block against creating the course like well what if I can't what if the course doesn't create the transformation that I'm offering but then here I can go okay well actually not can because this is something that everybody can do like this yeah. is something that applies to everybody yeah. So let's talk about the experience of going through number one. So inside of Launchpad, for anyone that listens to the podcast, they'd probably know a bit about the process now, but we have a, what we call a foundation round, which is where you bring client, client students into your course um, and then create it on the back end. So what was that experience like for you? One of the biggest roller coasters ever. And I'm <laughs> so glad. So normal. <laughs> so glad that uh, I got to do that part um, of my own roller coaster, I guess, um, in the foundation round. And that wasn't my first big launch because yeah. I remember starting Launchpad and then just being like, oh, yeah, I'll do a few, like half an hour here and half an hour there. And a few weeks later, I was like, oh, holy crap, I am so behind. <laughs> like, I really need to pick up the pace. I'm going to hit these dates so I really I feel like I 
push to get to the foundation round and to get to promote it and to you know get the sales happening and that kind of thing and I I think I ended up with six six or seven foundation round students which I was aiming for 10 so I remember at the time being feeling like a complete failure (laughs) and being like I didn't get my 10 but then going oh well it's better than one (laughs) because imagine if I had to teach the whole course to one so Uh, this huge I found that very stressful like I found that part of it extremely stressful because I felt like the I feel like I I was already kind of trying to prove the return on investment in Launchpad in that first, like it's like the yep. first month, right? And like we all do, we get a bit of comparisonitis and, you know, I was seeing other people making, you know, 10 grand, 15 grand kind of thing out of their foundation round and it's selling out in 24 hours and just going, hang on, that's not, you know, not a, not about that, not about that. And I, I remember getting so much interest. Like we did the, when you do the engagement with social media and getting people to respond to polls and quizzes and that kind of thing I got so much interest and I'm like oh my god it's happening people actually want this and then following up and getting no after no after no (laughs) or objection after objection and my big spreadsheet that was all color-coded with what I'd said to who and who I'd said to what so that that was that was my constant like mantra to myself it's like we're just we're just playing with it we're just having fun we're just gonna see what but do you know I didn't actually see you like really truly embrace that until the last year foundation round it was almost like I I actually found your experience really interesting, Lexi, because you went into so you went into the light launch, which we'll talk about in a sec, with a completely different mm. attitude to it. And I think like that affects your experience and perception of of, of everything. Like mm. data is data, right? Yeah. Like even oh, you yes. saying like Yeah, I did oh, six or seven sales and I've wanted ten. Mm. therefore I was a failure like, <laughs> I know. therefore I was a failure that like that's what really I felt. trips this up yeah that's really? what I felt. and I'm actually like I always want to be like even when you were saying I want to be really mindful of like showcasing students inside of Launchpad that you know are having these like crazy results because then it almost diminishes the experience of people mm. having results but then they have like a perception around something else you know mm. and I think like so when you you actually reframed it as you were talking, you said, I went from getting no after no, sorry, 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 to objection after objection. And that is uh, like how we frame it in Launchpad because yeah. that, so the foundation around for anyone kind of that isn't up with it is really like an opportunity to put your offer out to market and get feedback. Yeah, that's all it and is. Again, that's you get the is. nose and you're like, but this is my baby. Yeah. But like, it's literally yeah. getting those objections that yeah. allow you to mold and change your offer to fit what the market wants because ultimately yeah. the market decides and the market will pay, right? Yeah. And yeah. A lot of the time, like you have in your own head, you're like, oh, you know, I think this is what people want. And I think, mm-hmm. but like, you don't know. No. We put you it out. out the first thing you put out is what you want to teach. Like that's your first instinct. It's like, well, I want to teach this, but sometimes no one really cares about that and you're not going to do what they want yeah. to do. And um, even asking yeah. people like in the market research, like, know. is this yeah. what you want? Like, that's yeah. also, because like, like if, what's that Henry Ford thing? Like if people, you know, if he had have asked people what they wanted, they would have said like a faster horse and yeah. he ended up creating cars, right? Yeah. It's like, you can't even go that way. You just yeah. have to like present the offer to people. So yeah. thank you for sharing your experience honestly with that, because I think like, I actually even see inside of Launchpad people that 
go through the whole offer design phase and then they stop even before pitching because there's this real fear of putting the offer out there. Mm. And mm. I think like the learnings that you had around, okay, I just need to detach from the results, which I mm. think you got to afterwards. Mm. Such an important mindset to go yeah. into it with. Well, yeah. it wasn't until light launch that I, re- that I really understood and felt that, I think, because I went through the foundation and I think it was also there was just so many unknowns I didn't really yep. know what to expect. I didn't really know how what was sort of a good conversion rate. And I remember having my milestone call, call after, and I feel like I've just run a, an emotional marathon and, you know, everything's awful and hard. And I talked to 130 people and only got six or seven people's sales. And you guys are going, that's like, that's right. Everyone else is telling me, you're like, you got six sales in a week and they paid you, like, and all of that kind of thing. And I, I was like, oh, okay, maybe. <laughs> it's bad. Okay, maybe this is just regular data collection, and it doesn't like in like mm. you can still have the feelings though. Mm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and then yeah, going into light launch and just completely different attitude, completely different mindset. And so let's yeah. talk about. So obviously, you created the course for your foundation students after the foundation round. Yep. And then the next kind of step inside of Launchpad Sales Wise is what we call a light launch. We've actually just changed the naming of it, but but the intention is the same. It's kind of like a, okay, well, we've validated our offer. Now let's validate our selling system and see how that goes. So it's like piece by piece, making sure every piece of the funnel is working correctly. Um, and one thing that like really stood out for me with you, Lexi, through the webinar kind of process is that posts that you put inside of the Launchpad Facebook group after you did your webinar and like mm. I think it said like you had a little sign underneath your computer and you were like smile more energy <laughs> yeah. like pump yourself up for it and yeah. like you were really proud of how your webinar presentation yeah. went and I was like freaking go girl because <laughs> I think like it is such a nerve sighting especially if you haven't done it before you have all of the feels and to come out of it the other side regardless of the outcome, feeling really proud of how you went, I think was just a really beautiful share. So Mm. let's talk about the process. Yes. So I also feel like I underestimated the amount of work that would go into creating my course. Mm -hmm. And so I remember it just being this massive push again to the end. I feel like I was doing, you know, 12 hours a day, six days a week, trying to get the course created alongside my regular work. And I'd been delivering it to the foundation round. So creating it as I went and then getting it onto TEDx Pro and filming it. I think I put aside, I put aside one day to film like eight hours of content. Oh, how did that go for you? Well, it took me 10 days. <laughs> I was going to say. Also, just the mm. mental exhaustion of not breaking it up. Oh, the mental exhaustion. And, you know, on top of regular life stuff, and we're in lockdown. So on the one hand, it was a good lockdown project, but I definitely, I feel like, you know, kept myself busy. But I remember just being like, am I ever going to get this done? Am I going to get a webinar happening? I actually had to push my light launch back a week. Yep. So that I would have time to just at least go through my webinar once. <laughs> so I felt like the webinar was, and I remember you forewarning in the coursework that the webinar would probably be one of the biggest hurdles because you might have the most resistance to it and having to actually pitch the course and be live and invite people to it and all of that kind of thing. And I thought, no, nah, that's not really me. Like, I feel like I can do this. But then catching myself having those moments of perfectionism and procrastination and, um, and, also kind of like this existential moment of, am I really going to do this? <laughs> am I really going? Yeah. Am I having the one on the other side of the screen 
that people are coming to listen to talk about my thing. And it was just this real weird kind of moment. But um, I, I remember being so exhausted. I was like, can I even get through this webinar? <laughs> and then some, so out of somewhere, like this surge of energy and passion came through and I had the most fun ever. And I'd only ran through the webinar once. I had one practice run an hour before I did it. So I practiced for an hour and then I presented it for an hour. Well, don't at least recommend. it was fresh in your mind. Absolutely. <laughs> don't recommend. So when I'm listening, do not try that at home. But in the end, it was the most fun and I got so much good feedback and, and people really enjoyed it and they enjoyed my lame jokes and, and I got a lot of great feedback just about the passion and those other personality I think like when I reviewed your webinar slides what I loved about it is like he just kind of were you like he had like Mm -hmm. a lot of like your little jokes and stuff in there (laughs) and I was talking with our coach Carly and she's like I just love Lexi's personality because it comes out like yeah I kind of feel like you have to be this like rigid person on a webinar but that actually doesn't serve you because Mm -hmm. it you know people ultimately gel with people Mm -hmm. you know yes so yeah yeah. yeah, and and maybe for the same reason people feel nervous about doing this kind of thing because it is tied up in your personal brand and uh-huh. who you are as a person and putting it out there on a grand scale and being like, this is who I am, like lame jokes and all. And, you know, so, but I, I've always kind of felt that, yeah, people buy from the person. So you're they buy from, so they buy from the person, they buy from the process and they buy from a belief in themselves. And you need to knock over all of those things mm-hmm. as a yeah. course creator. And one yeah. of the biggest is actually not even the person. It's the belief in yourself. Do I believe that I mm. can do this? Do mm. I believe that I can get this transformation? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the so walk was, us through, you yeah. did the webinar, walk us through mm-hmm. the feels over the card open period and then the outcome after your light launch. I was so chuffed that I had the whole thing done and that I'd created a course that I was proud of and that looked pretty. and. Everything worked and functioned. It did look so beautiful. (laughs) I will tell you that. (laughs) I wanted to force everyone I knew to come over to my house and I would have a slideshow projector of (laughs) how much work I have put into this because nobody nobody gets it and you know that. Like nobody Nobody really gets it. So I was so proud and I, I got one sale on the like during the webinar, which was a surprise, a very happy surprise. And yeah. so that was that was really great. And I was on a high for most of my card open period just because the webinar had gone so well. Um, so having had that practice also with the foundation round and knowing that we're literally just here for data, it doesn't like, it actually doesn't matter. World's not going to explode if no one else <laughs> buys a course and of course they will because it's an amazing course. So I think having but that, you tangible- took that mindset in and you also didn't give up. So it's not like you yeah. kind of went, Oh, just see what happens. And like almost mm-hmm. as a protection mechanism. Yeah. You had Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I was trying exactly right like it wasn't kind of like all right Jesus take the wheel yeah (laughs) I know I knew I still had to follow up and and do my processes and things like that but yeah a nice little combination of not wrapping up my own worth in the results I think was important and having a physical tangible actually it's not physical or tangible (laughs) as a digital course it's neither of those transformation is 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 very specific and tangible like that is is key it is but I think I I, part of my own lack of confidence with the foundation round which came through with the you know the the cleanliness around the fails and things like that was because the course didn't exist yet I didn't even know what it was going to look like really Mm -hmm. like I didn't even really know what I was teaching because 
I was going to be making it up as I went along mostly. I know we had the framework and things, yeah. but but in terms of whether it's going to work for people. Yeah, like pulling it out of yourself and feeling confident in your ability to do it when you've never yeah. done it before. Yeah, yeah. Really. Yeah. So yeah. I think having the course created meant I went into the light launch going, I had this badass course. <laughs> you want to buy it? Like, it's great. So that is what you yeah. need. Like, yeah. you have to feel yeah. so proud and like yeah. stand behind it because yeah. that energy, like, God, it's an energy game. Like, yeah, like, it's all, that's all it is. And it I think it really we, is. Yeah. And I think we both are the same page with a little bit of woo woo energy manifestation. I know you used to be. It's funny that you say that about me, but. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember mentioning it and, and you got right around it. So, yeah. But, you know, even well, I've just having... seen it. Like, I've just seen, mm. like, literally, like, the energy that people take into a launch and it, like, it almost becomes a self perpetuating thing. Like, oh, nobody's going to buy. Like, I don't know if oh, this totally. offer is good enough. I'm not. And then like that is just reflected out of you and and other people can see it, like they can feel it, they can smell it. And it Mm. if you're not like completely jazzed about it, it gets and like the thing is as well, like you've only done one webinar launch, right? And so like even your confidence around serving the students that you know came on after that webinar, like your confidence will grow again. And then the Mm. energy goes up again in Mm. the second launch. Like it's Mm. kind of like this increasing I know I've experienced that. Mm. Like yeah. Yeah. Well we're only three weeks away from closing the I guess the light launch round of Confident and Clear. And so I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna already getting great feedback, but to have the formal client feedback and to not only go, not only have people bought it, but they have gotten that huge mindset confidence transformation and they're seeing improvements to their skin because the skin part is, you know, how long's a piece of string? Like some people get improvement in a few weeks, some people take mm-hmm. a few months. Like it, that's the real variable part. But in terms of the mindset, the confidence, the how you feel about it, that can change like almost instantly. It's pretty crazy. And for people to come to me and say, I've never heard it explained that way. Like, you know, everyone it gets rammed down all of our throats to love ourselves and that, you know, <laughs> looks don't matter and all of that kind of thing. But to get the feedback that I've been able to present it in a way that's actually had impact, like that's going to be amazing for my next to launch as well. And to be able to go into the next round being like all of that chatter the in my head. The validation. Yeah. All the chatter in their head was just boring stories and they're actually completely irrelevant now because I have a new a new truth incredible mm. Lexi so results from your light launch I think you had eight to ten students mm-hmm. yeah yep, go yep. through in your light launch and you also had so like when we look at numbers I think I said this to you on your milestone call in terms of like um emotionally detaching from the outcome of your launch and looking at the data in terms of what like in inverted commas success and otherwise looks like we Mm. look at the number of leads in we look at the number of sales and then we look at the number of sales compared to the number of leads and your launch like your numbers I've actually used in an example of like conversion rates for a course creator because like the, the whole way through your funnel were like bang on benchmark yep. conversion rates. <laughs> so like, I was like, wow, this is like something out of a textbook. This is crazy. Perfect so, example of like mediocrity. <laughs> no, I totally above kidding. average. I totally like, get it, but just like, I know what you mean. Oh, above no, average, you think? Yeah, like okay. in terms of like, okay, because we want to look at, so in terms of a conversion rate, normal for like an online yeah. course world is between 1% and 5%. 
Yeah. If you were at 1%, we would be like, we've got to get this up there. Like it's mm, like in the bottom too. range of normal and you're going to have issues, like massive issues when you scale. What was your conversion rate? I think it ended up three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. So three. Yeah. So above average. I should check that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Above average, yeah. It was around about that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like. And I can't even remember, like we obviously, did I tell you that on the milestone call that it was like really, like it was textbook going through the funnel, the numbers were just, even Not like. Not at every step. I think the overall conversion. The overall conversion like, rate. Oh yeah, that correct. sits exactly bang on middle, which I'm like, great for a first time. Great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's the, that's the yeah. thing because you literally get your number and yeah. then you're like, okay, well, I didn't know how this was going to go. So now I have to improve on that number and yeah. then it becomes like a personal. A little game. Know, yeah, totally. Yeah. And the other thing that I loved was feeling like with the light launch that because for reasons explained earlier, I felt like I was just rushing, pushing through to the finish line because I'd set a really tight deadline on myself. I realized after I was like, that mm. was that was pretty tight. I didn't even get to do all the marketing that I wanted to do. Like I didn't even get to, yeah. I did, I pushed through the, the bare minimum I felt like and yep. I was happy with it and like but it was cre- I was creating it on the day I wasn't doing any prep and scheduling which is what's recommended of course always better option but I was like well if I can get that result with me feeling completely out of the pump quite tired <laughs> at this point you know yeah because um, you're creating yeah, everything yeah, for the first time. exactly that what what could it look like in the future and do you know like the most exciting thing is so you know when you have like a client come in and then you have to serve them and then they come in again and then you serve them again like where you're at in your course business Lexi is you've done all of the upfront work and you will optimize from here but it's very different to your client work in the sense that it's like okay well the next launch isn't going to require me to create a course the mm. next launch isn't going to require <laughs> me to create a webinar and assets and keep all talking, of the things. Keep talking. Keep <laughs> talking. It becomes this like, but it truly is like it's a hugely different mindset to to take into mm. it because I was actually talking to someone else in Launchpad about this. She's like, oh, I've got you know to plan for another launch. Almost like, oh, it's going to be the it's same amount of effort. Yeah. And it's not. Mm. And that's when you start to realize how magical this business model is. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So two more questions. I'm mm-hmm. just going to run them off the back of each other. What has been some of the biggest wins that you've achieved so far? And then what's been your biggest learning or challenge moments over the last six to eight months as a course creator? The biggest win would have to be after putting it off and putting it off for like 12, 18 months, even though I knew I wanted to do this, to actually see it through because I am someone who gets excited about something and goes pell-mell for like a couple of months and then I get distracted and I move on to something else and to, I never really, I of course, finish things. I've just proven that. But that was pretty big for me, like to mm. to create something and see it through all the stages and to put it out there and to get it done to a standard that I was genuinely really proud of. Yeah, that was the, the biggest win. Even if no one bought it, like I was so proud of what I created. You know, I, I, you know, so it wasn't even about the money or the sales or the you know that that is an important validation. It was kind of I was just super proud that I did it. Yep. Yeah. 
Amazing. Yeah. What about like a, a, a win, a, sorry, a, a challenge or a learning that you've had over the last six to eight months? Because <laughs> you're doing something for mm. the first time, right? Mm. It's so funny. Like, so many things for the first time. But yeah. even the technical side of it, like I think I was saying in the group the other day, I was like, this is really pushing my button, setting up this this pushing blinking, your bum, 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 bum. Know, <laughs> this blinking countdown timer. I'm like, why is this so hard for me? Like, so which would be another win in that just working through all those new things for the first time that were hard. The biggest challenge always gotta be mindset. The mindset of imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Who am I to create a course? Who am I to deliver a course live? And, you know, and, and yeah, that would be the biggest, that would be the biggest challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So what would you say to someone that's thinking about going through the journey? If you do do it, go just all in and just, <laughs> just throw, your, throw yourself into it and, learn as much as you can and and just soak it all up I think because you it is just a huge learning journey and yeah you're going to have doubts and things getting in the way and I don't have time and I've got other priorities and or everyone's got that stuff but I think it's just like commit to yourself like if you're gonna if you want to do it there's already enough evidence there that you should be doing it Hmm. does that make sense if there's a little seed inside of you that I want to make a course and the course is already created like it's already it's already there. It just hasn't happened yet. So you just keep moving towards that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think like what I take from that is like it's okay to be a beginner, right? Yeah, beginner's like, mind. You can kind of come in yeah. and be like, oh, you know, I see this person that's at step five <laughs> and it's like, but I'm starting off and like you've got to be kind to yourself through the process. Like that's okay, right? Yeah, like yeah. we're all literally the only prerequisite to your success is starting. Like yeah. that is it. And we all start so, in the same place. Like yeah. you can look at someone like you and, and go, oh, never, you know, I'll never be like Stevie or anything. But like, you know, and, and, and then I and, used to look at people that yeah. had done it a couple of years ahead of me, yeah. you know. And at some yeah. point you probably had to Google, like, what does KPI stand for? <laughs> 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 like, you know, never green funnel. Seriously, <laughs> like what is, when do I use the word funnel and when do I use the word, like, <laughs> you know, even those terms and things, which can be, I think, the and then the the you don't know what you don't know either. So then you get further into it. And now I hear myself talking at like dinner parties and things about how <laughs> I created this. Yeah. I'm, I'm, what are you doing, Lexi? I'm currently leveraging slash scaling my, I just don't know what those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> I'm imagining it's 3.5%. <laughs> yeah. And my they're like, Lexi and my conversion rate. <laughs> yeah. 3.5%. Wait, I just put it on my business card. On my business yeah. card. But even I actually remember Lee saying that. She's like, all I want to be able to do is like talk about conversion rates and conversation. <laughs> With Fabulous. full confidence. and. And people are going, oh, so that that seems quite low, like one to three percent. I'm like, no, that's actually the industry average. <laughs> I did that the other day, and I was like, oh no, it's actually quite you know, spot on. Yeah, so very funny. But that's if that kind of thing that I'm like, who's who's letting me do this? Like, <laughs> where are the adults are going to stop yeah. me from this brand yeah. new thing? Well, from yeah. my and Lexi, I have like really enjoyed watching you come into Launchpad and I've seen you go through all of the feels. Like I <laughs> was there with you when you were going through like the downs around yes. your foundation round. I was yeah. there with you through like the mindset and like the total shift I felt really feel like you had around that like launch process and then yep. the positive outcome as a result. And I just want to say from my end, like I'm really proud of the action that you've taken like you can come into launchpad and feel overwhelmed and get mm. you know 
it's it's reason to stop and that's okay. Mm. Or uh, you can say, I'm going to go through the process and you have absolutely done that. So I just want to say mm. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and I was going to say that because, yes, there is the amount of information is huge and it can be overwhelming. But then I'm like, well, it's just an instruction manual. So just read the next sentence and go and do that. And then you read the next <laughs> sentence and go and do that. And then, yeah. It's like having the big picture and then like thinking small. Like going, yeah. okay, I'm going to put my blinders on here yes. and then just yes. be like, I'm just going to do this one little bit, yeah. which we've done so amazingly well. Yeah. Anyone that's kind of keen to know more about Lexi, maybe about your course, maybe your evergreen <laughs> funnel, <laughs> where should we direct them to? Well, you can start off at my Instagram, which is at clearskin.withlexi. And if you go there, you'll see my very nice quiz. Everyone should go and do my quiz. <laughs> What's your quiz about? My quiz is nine questions to get into the root cause of your acne. Yes. So if you have no idea where to start and you're, you've had chronic acne, if you've had acne for a few weeks or whatever it is, you can start there and we'll start narrowing down your cause. You'll get your results of your likely cause and then you'll be funneled into my masterclass if you'd like <laughs> to learn more, which, which is my clear skin secrets masterclass amazing so, yes. you want to see like the inner workings of a launch pad funnel plus ordinary <laughs> all things um acne go and follow lexi thank you so thank much you for very coming much. on the podcast and sharing your experience lexi i know that a lot of people will get a lot out of it so thank i you. hope so i hope so thanks for having me I wanted to pop in before today's episode ends to let you know that applications are open for Launchpad. Launchpad is our 12-month high-level, high-touch group coaching program where we help current and aspiring digital course creators to create, launch, and scale their flagship course or program. If you head over to steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad, fill out two questions plus your contact details, we will get our eyes on your application. And if we think we can help you inside of the program, we will send you the breakdown of our entire methodology. We don't give this IP away for free, but we're giving it to you for applying for Launchpad. Head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad. Even if you're a little bit curious, we would love to see your application. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you've made it this far, hopefully it means you've liked it. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes and leave me a quick rating and a review while you're there. I would be so, so grateful. Want to say hi? Head over to Instagram at Stevie Says Social and send me a DM. Till next time.